Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. This is People Every Day. Coming up, all about Nick Cannon's latest baby news and the star's busy, fruitful love life. Plus, remembering People Magazine founder Dick Stolly and Insecure star Yvonne Orji on her new book, The Show's Last Season, and big plans for her hot girl summer. It's June 17th. Hi, folks. Welcome back to People Every Day. It's me, Janine Rubenstein, and it is Thursday. I know everyone is gearing up for Father's Day fun and Juneteenth celebrations, so can't wait for that. There's going to be a lot of Black excellence going on. And and speaking of that, later in the show, I catch up with Emmy-nominated Insecure star Yvonne Orji, who's a newly minted author of the book Bamboozled by Jesus, How God Tricked Me into the Life of My Dreams. And we talk about her journey as well as her recent dance session with Diddy. Yes, we saw that. And of course, what to expect on this final season of the show so many people love. Now we're going to get into top stories. But before that, I've got to say that it's a bit of a somber day here for us at People Magazine. Richard Dick Stolle, the man who launched People Magazine in 1974 and was the brand's founding editor, has died at the age of 92. Joining me is People's Charlotte Triggs and Zoe Ruderman to dig into that and what else is bubbling up out there. Hi, guys. Hey, Janine. How's it going? Good, good. This was sad, though. Like, just... uh... I, he's such a legend in the halls of people. And to hear this is kind of like, oh, that that's that's the history. And he remains such a presence. Uh, people, you know, he would come by every so often over the years. And, you know, we would see him, um, you know, just pop in and do little talks and stuff like that. And he met mm-hmm. the younger journalists and stuff like that. So and he would still send story ideas as of a couple years ago. We would still get pitches from him for for these amazing stories that he had a real eye to find. Yeah. And it was the idea that he could take news that everyone was interested in and was fun and entertaining, but still have that journalistic integrity, that background. Let's listen to a little bit of what he said about just being true to journalism. Everybody is a publisher in many ways today, but not everybody is a journalist. A journalist is someone who takes his or her job seriously, who strives for accuracy and the truth. I love that. I love that. That is audio from a PBS affiliate in New Mexico. So uh, Charlotte, take us through just some of the cultural shifting actions that he had as a journalist before people. So obviously he's most famous for being the journalist that secured the Sapruder film, which is the film that um, showed the assassination of JFK. And he was the um, bureau chief, the Los Angeles bureau chief for Life magazine at the time. And when they learned over the wires that JFK had been shot, he and a bunch of people from the LA Bureau jumped on a plane to Dallas and they got a tip from another journalist who had overheard a police officer at the precinct talking about how um, this local businessman had accidentally shot footage of it. And so they made contact that night, late at night. He, he did intend to sell the tape to the media. 
he was going to take bids the next morning. He told everybody to come to his house at 9 a.m. to give him the night so he could decompress, come to the house at 9 a.m. to make their bid to buy the footage. So Dick decided to show up at 8 a.m. And he's like, listen, man, just sell me the footage. Life magazine is going to publish this. We won't show the actual moment of the bullet penetrating. And all of this, the way, the careful way that he handled it, plus the you know, he was in it to win it. He went early. He secured the tape. They paid $150,000 to get the rights to the to the tape and publish the footage three days later in Life magazine as the cover. Um, and wow. yeah, it was really an incredible moment. It's like a career defining you know, century defining moment, honestly, for journalism. Oh, my goodness. Like uh, when when you heard this news, Zoe, what did it make you? How did it make you feel initially? Honestly, it made me really proud to work where I work. Like when you read the things that he said, when you read his first editor's letter and he talks about what people stands for and what we're going to cover, those are the same things that we all are still doing in our jobs. And I think we all feel this way. We wake up, we work on stories, we record this, we're in videos, and we feel really proud to be doing true journalism. Sometimes the topics are a little fluffier, but the way that we treat those stories, it's with the same integrity and authority and trust that we would for a serious story like the one Charlotte. Charlotte just talked about. Let's get into a little bit of that journalism on the entertainment side right now. Nick Cannon is a dad all over again, twice all over again. Uh, more twins have arrived. Uh, let's let's talk through what we know about this news and why it is joyous, of course, because there is new life. Uh, but also, there's some head scratching that's involved in terms of dad. <laughs> he is he's a busy, busy man. He's got a lot on his plate. So Abby De La Rosa welcomed two twin boys, Zion and Zillion, on Monday, uh, June 14th. And the new mom and, and Cannon posted a sweet video on IG holding their babies in each arm. But what the Internet is aware of and what the Internet knows is that uh, he has other babies on the way. Right, Charlotte? Yeah, there's a well, he had a baby in December, by the way, with another woman. And that baby's name is Powerful Queen, born in December. And there's another baby on the way with model Alyssa Scott. She's being quite public about it. She's posted about her pregnancy and, you know, people have wished her and Nick congratulations and she's addressed them. He hasn't commented on that yet so far, but so this will be four babies in the course of one calendar year. It's definitely yes. not what you would normally expect to have happen. And right. the second okay, so let's set run it. of... Yeah, I was going to say the second set of twins. Like, remember, he has twins yeah. with Mariah Carey. That's, that's I mean, what I was, we yeah. need like a whole family tree here. There's a lot. Well, I'm doing, yeah, the rundown. The rundown is, okay, so with Mariah Carey, nine-year-old twins, Moroccan and Monroe. Moroccan uh, and Monroe, Brit- who, who go by Rock and Row. I, I'm obsessed with all the names. Or them babies. Yeah, yeah. Or them babies. Exactly. <laughs> um, with Brittany Bell, three-year-old son, Golden, um, and then five-month-old daughter, Powerful Queen, that we just talked about, um, born in December, with Abby De La Rosa the twins that we've seen today, Zion and Zillion, and with Alyssa Scott, the baby boy that is on the way. Busy, busy, busy Nick Cannon. And Janine, we have to talk about the full names. It's not just Zion and Zillion. It's Zion Mixolydian Cannon and Zillion Air Cannon, which I have to say, when you say it out loud, at first I was like, Air Cannon, but then I realized maybe they're trying to say Zillionaire. Like, billionaire. Oh, billionaire. Okay, that makes sense. See, you just, yeah, I didn't 
Thanks. The names you know, are fascinating. <laughs> the names are great. And I mean, listen, my son is named Rio. So obviously mm-hmm. I love kind of a wacky name, but I think it's like so fascinating how all of these names seem somewhat related because all of these kids are going to be siblings. Like it's kind of cool that they sound, they have the same vibe. And also remember there was a post that Alyssa Scott, who's having the next baby has deleted. But at one point she said the baby's name was going to be Zen. And then she deleted it. So maybe she's changed her mind. But like, they're all tied together here. Okay. Okay. So this is a lot. Um, (laughs) And as much as I'm excited, it's also like, how is this working? And is it, is it an open relationship? Is it, well, I mean, uh, clearly on one end at least, but um, (laughs) like, like how is this all working together? And it it made you think like the first thing that, that made me um, kind of try to figure out what was going on was Valentine's day in February. So he, allegedly gave presents to three women, um, you know, three women, some one that is not in this list. And it was the same gift. Like it was balloons and and they all posted at the same time, balloons and roses, balloons and roses, balloons and roses. And fans were like, wait, what? Uh, yeah. Oh my God. I know that I would definitely not be so generous of spirit as these ladies are where they're so indulgent. Of, <laughs> they of all seem fine with habits. it. Yeah. No, they all they seem do, fine with it. They though. all seem aware of one another and they all seem to be cool with one another and cool with him doing this. I definitely don't abide by that. I would not. But I will say he, which is why you're not in the mix with these ladies, Charlotte, I guess. (laughs) He said before the monogamy is not for him. He acknowledges he Mm, married Mariah mm -hmm. Carey, but he's like, that's Mariah Carey. Whatever she does, you're going to do that. But he's like, monogamy is not for me. So again, like if you're open with how you're going into these things, there's no shame in it. Like as long as they're going in with open eyes, then more power. And as long as he's supporting these kids all good. The the thing that, you know, would tell me that everybody's cool with one another is if he would like address it and everybody has, has requested him to address it. Obviously the internet has demanded it and, you know, (laughs) reporters have certainly called and tried to figure out what the deal is. And it's, it's all been a little on the hush hush side. So I don't, I don't know that we know a hundred percent what exactly the deal is. It just, it appears as though these ladies know each other and are cool with one another. Well, he's definitely very supportive. I mean, there's one thing, like you can have a guy that's dating one girl and forget to send flowers. He remembered (laughs) to send flowers and balloons to all of his ladies. Or he has a very good assistant, (laughs) Janine. Well, he's going to have a heck of a Father's Day, I hope. (laughs) Do you think he's going to (laughs) take paternity leave for each of these kids? (laughs) (laughs) Look, oh goodness, that's a excellent question for Viacom. I do not have that answer. You guys, (laughs) thank you so much for taking the time out. Thank you. Cue the R&B and hip hop, please. DJ Cassidy is here. My guy, he was born and raised in New York where he began spinning records at the young age of 10, okay, 10 years old. And now he has gone on to be just a go-to DJ for some of the most popular, most important people you can think of. Barack Obama's inauguration, he was there. Jay-Z and Beyonce's 2008 wedding, he played there. Parties for Diddy, Michelle Obama, Oprah, Jennifer Lopez, Anna Wintour, Naomi Campbell, and the list goes on. But most recently, we are able to hear him in his own show, Pass the Mic. It's a special that is going to be premiering after the BET Awards. Well, it's one of many he's done, but the new, latest one is coming out June 27th after the BET Awards. And DJ Cassidy is here to take us through why he even thought this show up in the midst of the pandemic. Hi, Cassidy. 
Janine, first of all, the introduction was incredible. I don't, I think it's all going to be downhill from here. The intro was so good. I have a lot to live up to now. So thank you for having me. No problem. No problem. Always love talking to you. Uh, tell me about Pass the Mic really quickly, like the inspiration behind this show. Describe it for people. It was late April 2020 in the heat of the beginning of the pandemic, when we were all locked inside, scared to go out. And one late night, I was FaceTiming with my friend and mentor, Verdine White of Earth, Wind & Fire, legendary founding member of the greatest R&B band of all time. And he was lying on his couch in red silk pajamas, as you would imagine <laughs> him. And the classic Earth, Wind & Fire song, That's the Way of the World, came on my Sonos speakers. And Verdeen, very casually, like nothing, starts singing along. Hearts of fire, create love, desire. <laughs> and I got to chill down my spine. And I just said to myself, how fortunate am I that I have relationships with so many of my musical heroes? And how fortunate am I that I get to experience their music in an intimate way like this? And I said to myself, in this crazy time in the world, is there perhaps a way I could give people the feeling that I have right now of connecting with their musical heroes? Wow, it is just amazing. Like, you guys have to watch this show because it's like uh, the utmost karaoke, but with real actual, like you hear Earth, Wind & Fire singing their own song and just vibing out to their music. Shaka, Shaka Khan, Khan, Patti LaBelle, Gladys Knight, Bobby Brown, Teddy Riley, Keith Sweat, Boys to Men, SWV, TLC, uh, Run uh, DMC, Elo uh, J, Missy uh, Elliott, Wyclef Jean, what? the list goes on. It's been such a ride, Janine. I could have never imagined a year ago spending my life for a year literally jamming with the greatest, most legendary artists of all time. I'm so thankful to you and just all the people who are really taking something out of nothing. 2020 was nothing and turning it into something so amazing that has brought so much joy to so many people's lives. Thank Seriously, you. like these moments and they're, they're virtual moments that we would have never thought of had the world not shut down the way it did. But in it, like you've, you've probably saved lives with Pass the Mic because people were really looking for just connection. And that's exactly what you get with this, with some of the biggest stars in the business. Exactly. I really wanted to celebrate the heroes around the world, the everyday heroes that never get their shine. And the best way I could think to do it was in order to celebrate the everyday heroes, I united my musical heroes. I love it. So so what can you give us? What can you tell us about what's going to happen after the BET Awards this year? I mean, I, you're, you're very tight-lipped with some of these things, but I, I need something. So first of all, I want to tell you thematically what's going on. And this is something I never, ever talk about before the show. But Janine, we go <laughs> we way go back. back, right? We go back. So, you know, this is the biggest night of the year for BET. It's the BET Awards. And I wanted to create the biggest party that I've created thus far. And I thought back to when I started DJing, not when I got my turntables at age 10, but when I really started to do clubs in New York City and parties for Puffy and Jay-Z. And I started to think about what era that was. 
And what songs ran the party and rocked the dance floor during those years? And I thought about the early 2000s. It was a very special moment in the culture. And the show is all about celebrating special moments in the culture. Next up, I catch up with Issa's BFF, Molly, Insecure star Yvonne Orji. Stay tuned. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. I gotta say, I love me some Insecure on HBO, which stars Issa Rae and Yvonne Orji. I caught up with the latter the other day, just ahead of her last day of filming Insecure, and we had the best time talking about her character. She plays super type A lawyer Molly on the show, and how sad everyone is that the upcoming season will be the last, a show that depicted LA and LA's rich Black community and culture in a fresh and fun way. But we also got into her unique background story. Yvonne hails from Nigeria and moved to the United States with her family, who she says in true Nigerian form wanted her to become a doctor or a lawyer in real life. But she followed her dreams and made a name for herself in stand-up comedy. She landed Insecure and it's earned her Emmy and NAACP Image Award nominations. And now Yvonne has penned her first book, the hilariously titled Bamboozled by Jesus, How God Tricked Me into the Life of My Dreams. Listen in to some of our conversations, Starting off with this funny analogy she had to describe how to make do with what little you have to follow your dreams. So sometimes we just feel like, you know, we only have baking soda, but we want to make a whole thing within dish. It's like, nah, what can you make with baking soda and some brown sugar? Let's figure out that recipe. And that was a lot of what I did along the way. And then, you know, like I write in the book, different things would open up and opportunities will come my way. So it was really amazing. Nice, nice. And then, of course, the opportunity is a, a huge one. Insecure uh, came your way. And I, I'm just like I said, I'm, I'm I was very distraught when I found out that this was the final season. How does that feel for you? It's still hitting us. So I'm very much sad. We had tears flowing. I already told Princess, I said, Sam, this, this, tomorrow's going to be problematic. I'm letting you know right now, it's, it's, <laughs> you know. Viola Davis in Senses. That kind, that that that, that kind of tears is going to come out. Oh, <laughs> those tears, the Viola tears. <laughs> yes, it's real. <laughs> did you ever imagine? Did you ever imagine this show would just take off and become just the the the, the, the I don't even know what the word is. It is everything. To, and I'm 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 Cali, born and raised, and you guys just get LA so well. So, did you ever think it would just become what? It is. Issa and Prentice, you have really created uh, a show that is a love letter to Blackness and to L.A. and Black L.A. And I think mm-hmm. because they just kind of kept their heads down 
and focus on like, this is the show and this is what we want to create and this is the vibe and this is what we wanted to look and feel and be like, it, it, we weren't trying to be in anybody else's lane but our own. And I think because of that, it was so refreshing. It wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, you know, we've seen this before. Oh, it was like for the time when it came out, it was like, oh my gosh, this is yeah. amazing. This is, this is LA like I've never seen it before. This is Black friendship in a way that we haven't seen it before. And I think because we just did that, it took on a, a life of its own. And so when you say, did you ever imagine? I think we just wanted to do, I mean, I, I remember when we shot the pilot, we just wanted to get picked up the series. And then when we yeah. shot the first season, we just wanted to get picked up to the second season. So it wasn't like, yeah, we're going to have five seasons and, you know, we all going to get deals out of this and write books out of this and buy homes from this. Like we were just like, man, let's keep working and, and loving each other. Oh, my goodness. And you can tell I was super into last season, of course. Uh, well, for one reason, uh, on top of all the other reasons, because my my really good friend and college roommate, Nigel Moomin, got to direct one of the episodes. Mm-hmm. And it was just so good. And then, of course, you guys come out and you have all of those awards. Um, but we're seeing like that breakup between Molly and Issa a little bit. So I want to talk to you about your character, Molly, and, and how you're going to, I guess, miss her. Like there's, you know, I heard that there's some synergy there, but there's a lot of things that are different. You write about in the book about being open, about being a virgin and all of that. But Molly gets it in um, quite often <laughs> on Insecure. So, so so, what has it been like to step into those shoes? Oh, Molly's amazing. I mean, I think she's just a well-lived character and it's been phenomenal to play her. Like she's taught me a lot about myself. She's taught me a lot about friendship. She's taught me a lot about fashion. You know, she is oh, yeah. literally the gift that keeps on giving. And I'm so grateful that I got to my first big thing out the gate, got to be this deliciously layered character that's flawed and favorable at the same time. It's so relatable. She was a character that had a lot of places to go. And she was complicated. And I love that. You know, there's some roles like, you know, you like, you know, Jaleel White as Urkel, you know, you know, Sarah Jessica Parker, at, you know, from Sex in the City. You know, there's some people where no matter what else they go on to do in their life. And I think this is one of those career defining roles where I'm like, I'm going to probably do a thousand other things. And folks going to be like, Molly, were you really trying to fight at the block party? And you're like, oh, my God, are you serious? <laughs> you know, Yeah. How how does how does Mama and Dad feel about Molly? They they feel really good about HBO and these HBO checks and you know my <laughs> career. So they're fine. <laughs> they're they're wonderful. They're they're good with the results of of, of all. <laughs> yeah, and also too, it's it's really interesting because you know they, their friends will call and be like, you know, I'm watching Insecure with my daughter, or I'm reading you know, Yvonne's book with, you know, a, a women's group that I'm part of. So they're, they're just proud, like, wow, this thing that we didn't even know was a possibility because they didn't, they came here with full expectations of what we, me and my brothers were going to be. And I was mm-hmm. like the outlier that was like, I got other plans. And they were like, what? And to see what has become almost kind of like from my defiance, if you will, of their expectations, but my obedience to God's purpose it's kind of just mind blowing to them. It's like it opens up their world in in a way. And so I'm eternally grateful for this opportunity. 
Can I ask you about uh, just you kicking off the summer for me and all of my friends, not even on screen. This is off screen. You guys have the closest relationship, but we got a sneak peek thanks to Issa oversharing from inside this party with Diddy where you are living your best life. You guys are jamming. And I didn't think Diddy could dance all these years. You know, the 90s jokes about Diddy's dance moves. <laughs> the Diddy Bop. But Diddy is getting it. So what? just take me in for those who did not have an invite. Take me into that party, how fun it was. That was our last three days off before we had 11 like straight shoot days. Ooh, and so dang. at that party, it, it was, and you know, we don't know if we're going to have a rap party because COVID is real. So th- yeah, this, yeah. that was like Issa and Eyes and, you know, some of the cast members that were there, they were like, this is our celebration. Everybody don't know, but we just having a good old time and y'all, God bless y'all. And so that's what that was. That was us <laughs> like celebrating before it was over because we knew that by the time it was over, we were probably going to be exhausted. Um, so that's, that's all it was. It was a Memorial Day shindig. Diddy and Issa co-hosted it and, you know, love and just good times were flowing. Did you know he could dance like that? I mean, good men had moves. We see it. I mean, he, he, he just, you know, I, I will always keep a body roll in my front and back pocket, though. That's something you can always expect that from. I've, I've tried to work a body roll so much into every episode <laughs> or at least every season of Insecure. And they're like, she going to find a body roll. So, you know, for me, it was just like this. It was just a, a regular Tuesday. <laughs> That was Yvonne Orji. For more on her, head over to people.com. And now, something to make you smile, to make us all smile, really. You won't be hearing from me tomorrow because our company has the day off in recognition of Juneteenth. It's a celebration of the day in 1865 when the last group of enslaved African Americans who were in Texas learned that Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation had been issued nearly three years prior, and they were indeed free, marking the actual ending of slavery in this country. And just yesterday, Congress approved a bill that will make Juneteenth a national holiday. Listen to what Representative Sheila Jackson Lee of Texas had to say about the occasion. Our message is our power. We are here to serve and there's more to come in changing lives for justice, equality, and freedom. Just awesome news. I cannot wait to take some time and celebrate tomorrow and this weekend. Have a good one. And if you have Apple Podcasts, be sure to scroll down on the People Everyday page and rate the show and leave a comment. And we'll talk to you all Monday. Monday.